Jesus said that I've come to this world to give you life and to give it to you abundantly. And that's something I pray for my children. I pray for friends and family, for myself. It's life, Because I know, because I, I missed out so long on that abundant life mm. that God. I think you can be a believer and yet still miss out. Mm. In fact, probably more than not, there are believers who miss out on the abundant life mm. that God has for them. Hello and welcome to Candid, where we never settle for less than the truth. I'm your host, Jonathan Youssef. Each week, we'll tackle tough issues, answer your hard questions, and take a candid look at the Christian faith. Today's episode is the second part of a two-part Candid conversation with award-winning singer, songwriter, producer, and musician, Mac Powell. If you missed the first half of the interview, please go back and listen to episode 54. You will be encouraged and uplifted. Today, Mac opens up about trials he and his family have faced over the past year and how they have found strength in their faith in God and encouragement from their church family. If you are struggling with issues you never thought you would face and aren't sure why, you will definitely want to listen to today's conversation. Now, back to Mac. Your family has been through quite a bit in the last yeah. couple of years, and right. I wonder if you feel freedom to, yeah. to talk about a, a few of those things and, and just how you've been ministered to through that, what God has revealed to you. you know, has music been driven out of those events? Well, I think, um, so to kind of rewind to, for people... My wife and I, we just celebrated, uh, in the end of July, we celebrated our 24th anniversary. and But we've been together a lot longer than that because we were high school sweethearts. And so, uh, and we have five beautiful children. In the fall of last year, actually the Saturday after Thanksgiving, um, out of the blue, my wife had a brain aneurysm. It's five o'clock in the morning. I hear her in bed. I think she's having a bad dream. And so I go over to wake her up and say, baby, it's okay. You're having, she's making these noises, right? Talking in her sleep. And I realized I couldn't wake her up. And so I realized, all right, something's wrong. So I'm, I'm rushing around, turning the light on, trying to get her to set up all these things. Of course, didn't know at the time it was a brain aneurysm. She had never had anything that led, you know, made us think health wise, anything was wrong, no headaches, nothing like that. Uh, called 911, took her to the hospital. I won't go through the whole story, but Long, had you know uh, surgery and she was in the hospital for two weeks and in that time a lot of people have said to me um you know you it, that must just have been a scary time for you and there were there were times and and moments of fear but honestly jonathan i could tell you that for the most part the overwhelming majority of time that we were going through that i had such a peace mm. and I would like to think part of that was because of my own faith. 
that I have this faith in God that no matter what happens, whether I lost her or whether she was going to be fine or whether she was going to have long-term you know, negative effects, I feel like and I hope that it's true. My faith kept me strong in that time. But I also know that it wasn't just my faith. I know that it was thousands upon thousands of people praying for Amy. I remember right before she went in to have her procedure done, she said, hey, I want you to post something on Instagram so that people will be praying. And right away, I was like, I'm not going to do that. Because yeah. I said, I don't want to be, first of all, I don't want to make this into a news thing. I don't want, you know, a bunch of people calling me. I don't want to, I just didn't want to go through that. I didn't want it to look, in these in this day that, we, that we're in, especially as someone who's kind of a, I'd say, semi-celebrity, I didn't want to turn this into a, oh man, how many hits am I going to get on? You know, I was like, I don't want to even think about that. Yeah. So, um, and I'm being very open and candid, as I said, I would be with you. Uh, so I was like, I'm not doing that. Yeah. And then she gets rolled in to have a, and about, and then the whole thing was going to be about an hour procedure. The doctor had told me about halfway in 30 minutes. in, I went, man, what if something happens and I don't do it? My, the last request my wife had yeah. for yeah. me. Yeah. So I'm yeah. going to put up with the phone calls. I'm going to deal with that, sure. even though it's not what is something I want to do. And I know this could turn into a bigger deal than I want it to. Right. Uh, I did it. And so I posted on something on Instagram and of course my phone right away, bzz, 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 and it just went on all day. And I was so mad yeah. that I had done it. I was like, I knew this. I did not want it, but I went through that short time of anger and of not, discomfort. you know, discomfort yeah. long-term knowing, Oh man, there are thousands of people around the world because of the world we live in, you know, media it gets out there and I'm just so thankful for that. Thankful for those prayers. And even now that she is doing, you would never know, just it's we're short, it's six months later, maybe seven months now, you would never know anything that had ever happened to her. Yeah. She's, I won't say 100%, but really close to it. Wow. Um, and I'm just thankful. And like I said, I think my faith of, of having peace through that time, I would like to think was part of it. But I know an even bigger part was God's faithfulness through the church, through mm-hmm. people praying for us. Mm-hmm. Blessed assurance, Jesus is mine. Oh, what a foretaste of glory divine. Heir of salvation, purchase of God. And then recently, uh, a few week, a couple weeks ago, my uh, son, who had just graduated high school, this is his freshman year now in college, is about to start, uh, had a seizure. We took him to the hospital and uh, couldn't find out what was going on. They were about to let him go. 
and discharge him. He had another episode, which were several, and there were several small seizures within there where it wasn't the, you know, foaming at the mouth and shaking thing. It was like more of like you're just, you can't focus and you're, you're not hearing what people are saying to you. So um, we still don't know what happened. The doctor uh, said that sometimes teenagers will just out of the blue have seizures for no reason that we know of. I'm sure there's a reason. We just don't know what it is. Uh, but there's more tests that are going to be done. But, but so far, everything is checked out fine with him. Uh, we've moved him up to, to college in Virginia recently, a few days ago. And so just ask people who are hearing this, continue to pray for my son, Cash. So, yeah, a lot has happened in a few months for us when we've been very thankful not too many things not a hard i can't think of anything like that's happened to us before sure and so um we're just so so many people great people have surrounded us and and prayed for us and uh and that's part of as i said earlier those that witness that witness of the church to us as individuals uh sharing their faith sharing their prayers uh bringing hope uh it's such a what we do at apostles you know, with you guys, with leading the way, it is such a huge ministry that is worldwide. And I love being at a place where there's both. There's this worldwide ministry. Uh, and I dare to say, you know, millions of people reached. And yet at the same time, there's this local body of Christ mm. that supports the people that are here in this area it's such a beautiful thing the church what the church is doing what leading the way is doing and now to be part of that as someone who and i said this in church a few sundays ago as someone who's lived in the area and kind of been you know seen it from afar what's going on now to be in the middle of it and to be part of it is such a huge honor and blessing let there be light where there is darkness let there be hope when there is none. Let there be peace in the midst of sorrow. Let there be love to bring us back home. To bring us back home. And with those events that take place that bring either comfort or discomfort or whatever it is, does that drive, uh, like, is your response to that to write music or does it push you to minister in a different way through music? Or, or, you know, is there a correlation between those things that happen in your life and then how you bless people in some way? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, I, I, I can't say that right now that I've written a song specifically about what my wife went through, right. you know, having a brain aneurysm. However, something like that can't not have an effect on you, on your emotions, on your thought process, on your faith. And so I'm, I think the main thing really for me is understanding more. Mm-hmm. Uh, just, you know, let's, let's not even talk about music, like forget music, just as a person, as a person of faith understanding a bit more when someone's going through anything like this. Mm-hmm. Having to go to yeah. the hospital. Yeah. It's having sort of to a second th- Corinthians kind of ministering out of what you've had to go through. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. Testify. And and so I think a God allows us and, and it's like I told my son, um, he had to his plans changed dramatically because of these seizures that he had recently. And I said, son, I'm not telling you that God gave you seizures so that this would happen. 
but he's allowing something that happened to you to be able to open up other doors for you and to be able to kind of stretch you and to, and to teach you some things. And I think that definitely happened for us. I think God allowed it, of course, but he didn't say, well, this is what I'm going to do. I'm going to make her have a brain aneurysm. And theologically, I mean, we could debate or talk about it or whatever, whatever the theological truth is. I don't think God just said, mm, I'm going to give her a brain aneurysm. I think it's something that happened. He allowed it to happen. And yet he took this thing that happened to help us to grow in it and maybe to test us and maybe to challenge us and uh, to help us to build us in our faith and to help us to persevere, as you said, in Second Corinthians, so that we can minister to other people. And it has definitely helped me to, as a person, to understand a bit more when people are going through something yeah, like this. Yeah. Is there anything else that, um, you know, you want our listeners, anything you want to share, anything on your heart? Yeah. I have seen and still testify to this day to God's faithfulness and His goodness and will for the rest of my life. I think it's, for lack of a better term, I don't want to, I, I, I dislike using this word, but I'm going to use it. It's fun. You know, to be in the church, I don't mean just this church, a church of the apostles, but to be a part of the body of Christ. I guess fun is not, you know, it's the right joy. word. It's a joy and it's a, yeah. it's, it's that, you know. Because it fulfills. Yeah, it definitely fulfills more than anything else can. And there's this, Jesus said, that I've come to this world to give you life and to give it to you abundantly. And that's something I pray for my children. I pray for friends and family, for myself. It's like, because I know, because I, I missed out so long on that abundant life mm. that God. I think you can be a believer and yet still miss out. Mm. In fact, probably more than not, there are believers who miss out on the abundant life mm. that God has for them. Mm. And so I just, man, if anything to testify to His faithfulness, to His goodness, it doesn't mean, as I've just shared, where we've gone through some hard times. We've gone through financial struggles with what's going on with, you know, with COVID, I mean, I, I basically I'm very thankful for this church because I ha- can't I can't go out and do shows that much, you know. Right, right. It's very very limited, and yet God is good, you know. And that joy, as you said, that that abundant life. If anybody's hearing this, you know, don't miss out on that because I did for so long. Gave my life to Jesus at an early age, just kind of did my thing and missed out on these great things that He had for me, and I'm. So thankful they didn't give up on me. Mm. And so I just challenge anybody, encourage anybody. He, Whatever's going on in your life, good, bad, in between, he's got so much more for you. Mm. It's not necessarily always good as we see How it. How we would define it, yeah. Right, as we would yeah. define good. Uh, but ultimately, in the long run, it is it is great. Yeah. And uh, don't miss out on that abundant life that he has it's for Romans you. Romans 8 sort of mentality. You know, sometimes I get frustrated when people talk about faith being this blind leap almost into the darkness. Mm-hmm. And I think, since when? Yeah. You know, well, we've you been just, given proof. We've right. been given evidence. We have evidence in our own lives. Right. We don't actually have a reason not to trust. Mm-hmm. Well, you just shared from, from James. And as a result, not only hearing that on Sunday, but that inspired me to go study it more and to, and to dig deep in James. You know, of course, that's there's through the years, through church history, there's been so much debate about that works and grace thing, and James really brings it together so, so great. And I just think, you know, the evidence of our faith is through what we do. And I heard someone else say the other day that a lot of people go, well, my faith is personal. 
Well, it really can't be. Yeah. It can't be just your own thing. Right. It has to be shared. Yeah. It has to be seen. And once again, yeah, can can there be believers who it's very personal? Yeah, I suppose. Yeah. But if it's a, if it's real, by that light's going to shine. Yeah, by nature, it it if there's transformation and there's a desire, right? If we're if we're following what what the Bible is commanded, which is to love God with our heart, soul, mind, strength, mm-hmm. and love our neighbor as ourselves, then mm-hmm. the, I think the people that have that worldview that they have they have a lack of clarity of what those uh, sort of golden rules mean. Mm, absolutely, they're, they're, yeah. They, they, it's it's a dim, very dim view. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it can't. Your faith can't be just a personal faith. It has to be shared. Mm. Mac Powell, how good it is to be with you, brother. Same. Thank you. Thank what you pleasure. for coming on. Candid. There's never been a reason not to believe you. There's never been a season when you didn't come through. In every situation, you've been my salvation. Your love is faithful and true. Your love is faithful and true. Candid is a podcast from Leading the Way with Dr. Michael Youssef. If you liked today's episode, please share it with a friend, leave a review, and subscribe on your favorite podcast platform. By subscribing, you make sure you never miss an episode. It's delivered to you as soon as we release it. Don't forget to connect with our social media pages on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook. Check out our show notes for more information on today's guest. As always, thank you for listening to and sharing this episode.